0: Success isn't a map you can follow. It starts with a spark of curiosity for the unknown, dedication for the unlearned, and innovation to pave the way for the next generation of leaders. These are the makings of our entrepreneurs who are redefining this industry by bringing the real in real estate. Real people, real experiences, real excellence. Welcome to the Real Relentless podcast by Century 21 Tri Cities, a real estate brokerage in Eastern Washington. Today, we'll be discussing finding that work life balance while also getting to know another extraordinary Century 21 Tri Cities team member. Please introduce yourself. I'm Sydney Roach, and I'm a realtor with Century 21 Tri Cities.
1: How long have you been in real estate? I'm coming up on my sixth year mark in July. What about real estate attracted you to it? Um, Might sound cliche, but I have always had this burning desire to run my own business of some sort, but um, I've always been infatuated with homes in general. I mean, I would... I was that weird little girl who played with her Barbies way too long because I just like to set up their houses and I'd build little towns and (laughs) I think it just kind of rolled into something bigger and I knew I wanted to be somewhere within like architecture or interior design and obviously that's not what I do or even close to what I do, but I still get that creative taste from it and as I got into it, I learned there's more about real estate that I love.
0: What did you do before? I saw you call yourself a yogi.
1: Well, before real estate, I attempted to go back or go to college. I went for two years and like I said, I've always had this burning desire to be an entrepreneur of some sort. And for some reason, I felt like I wasn't getting that from school. Now I look back, I'm like, you are so dumb like that was naive (laughs) but you know I don't look I, I don't regret it I'm back in school now for fun but that's what I was doing I was going to school um the yogi thing that didn't come into my life until about three years ago yeah so it was something that I decided to or didn't decide just magically came upon and it just turned into a very special thing in my life you're a bit of a travel buff. Okay, um, what I love about traveling is the, oh my gosh, this is such a hard question because there's so much, but like just submerging yourself into a whole new culture and being the odd one out is quite invigorating. Um, I. It just really depends on where I'm at. So say if I'm like in Thailand I'm just really loving the culture if I'm in Europe I'm loving the history um it just I don't know There's just you never really come back the same you always take a little piece of what you just experienced and it kind of just becomes a part of you (laughs) can you tell us some of the places that you've been to oh man this is easy so number one is Thailand like I've would go there over Hawaii any day of my life. Uh, Second favorite was Australia just because the culture really resonated with me. I've actually almost took a sabbatical and moved there. My goal was to um, put real estate on ice and teach yoga in Byron Bay. (laughs) Then I met my husband, that didn't happen. Um, (laughs) And then the third uh it's kind of cliche, but I just really love France and um the culture in Paris and their their way of life. It's like kind of simple but at the same time
0: luxurious. It's like a really nice balance between the two and I really appreciate it. <laughs> Have your travels influenced the way that you approach your work? Absolutely. Um. in
1: a different or a couple different ways like one is having a different perspective on people in general um, I think until you put yourself in someone's world um, you don't fully understand their culture you can read about it you can let them talk to you about it but like I just feel like you're, even if you've never even visited that country they're from, and I mean, being in the Tri-Cities where we have people moving here from all over the world for like scientific jobs, um, you come across some really interesting people. And I feel like it's just, I've I've been able to gain this deeper appreciation for those folks and understanding um, from where they come from. Um, The other one too, like depending on where you're from, they tell you just relax, don't stress. Um, American culture is so high strung and so fast paced and sometimes, like especially in Australia, I just felt everyone was just so cool and they're not freaking out over the little stuff and constantly in a rush where... Here, it's just like <laughs> go, 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 go. So, I really like being able to incorporate what I learned from these other countries where I live life first.
0: When you first started out in real estate, how did you maintain a healthy work life balance? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I learned the really hard way. Um,
1: right before, I think I really forced myself to learn that balance. I think I went about three months straight without a single day off. And I was so exhausted, but I was freaking killing it. Like, the adrenaline was up, my momentum was going, but then one day, I just hit a brick wall, and, I mean, just getting out of bed was hard. It physically hurt when I heard my alarm clock go off. Um, And then from there on, I just... I mean, it took me a little bit to really, like, force myself right back into the grind. I had to step away from it for a little bit, but um, really until COVID-19 became a thing, I don't think I really understood the work-life balance. I've always tried to use technology the best way I could to keep things um, efficient. But with the pandemic, we were forced to learn how to use technology to even keep communication, period. Uh, It forced us to really use social media to reach out to our sphere or anybody, really. I mean, we couldn't even have an open house it's like okay I've (laughs) I've lost so many different ways of um, lead generation I've got to get really creative and so but what I learned with that at the same time was these creative these these new techniques that I came up with was reaching such a broader and bigger audience than my weekend being completely taken up by open houses, which, I mean, not a bad thing. It's great to always have that face-to-face and real-life moment with your client, but um, it's far more efficient with technology. So it's something, it's taught me to work smarter rather than harder. I can still give my client the experience that I want them
0: to have, but not burn myself out. Are there any rules you develop that you absolutely will not break? <laughs> There's a lot.
1: <laughs> um, I think in real estate, especially, I mean, in today's market, is just so competitive. Just really sticking to who you are and what your morals are and what you value is always going to be the best thing you can do, no matter how hard it is. There's certain times where you just want to point your fingers at other people or you want to turn around and just do something that I'm not, I don't think I've done anything shady, but like, you know, you have these thoughts that go through your head. Like if I could just do this, it'd be so much easier. And, but no, always take the high road. It works out better in the end.
0: Like, I don't want to learn the hard way. (laughs) How do you gauge
1: happiness? Oh man, this is actually a really new thing for me. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, I honestly feel like with everything going on in my life right now, I'm the happiest I've ever been. Um, but it's, I don't really know how to gauge that. I think it's something that I have to work on internally, telling myself that things are okay.
0: <laughs> allowing yourself. Yeah,
1: allowing myself to be
0: content because I'll stress myself the heck out when I don't need to. <laughs> Are there certain things you wish you would have known or figured out earlier on in your career? Um
1: I'm gonna say no because I've made a lot of mistakes. you know I didn't make those mistakes, uh how would I learn right? So sometimes I look back and I'm just like, "You're an idiot, I cannot believe you did that, but now I'll never do it again because.
0: That felt like crap. <laughs> so, no. So run us through your typical day. What does a day in the life of Sydney look like? How about my morning? Because my afternoons are all over the place.
1: and <laughs> depends on the day of the week. My days are different every day. But, okay, so I wake up, I make breakfast and coffee, and then get my husband out the door, I ride my Peloton, so I work out for about an hour every day during the week, um, and then after that, then I start really getting into the tasks, so um, probably end up in my office, and I'm answering emails and figuring out what needs to get done for the day, um, but I mean, if you look at my planner, I'm a, I'm a, the type A personality really comes out, um, <laughs> I carry that thing everywhere, and my days don't look the same. My mornings are pretty consistent, but my days, they're just... Some days, I don't leave my office. Other days, I'm all over the Tri-Cities, and I hit up every city twice.
0: What's your favorite part of the real estate process? Ooh. Oh, man.
1: It really depends on the client. So, if it's new construction, I love making selections and sometimes my i've got to really calm myself down because i just want to make all the selections <laughs> um and then if it's a first-time home buyer, i love it when i get to call my client or i mean not even just a first-time home buyer, just in this market period i love calling up my client like you got the house and just hearing them screaming on the other side freaking out because they're so happy that's the best
0: <laughs> This is a year of firsts for you. You've received your first Centurion Award, and you're about to have your first child. So on the one hand, you've had one of the best years industry-wise, and on the other, you're going to have to dial back your work efforts once your baby comes. So are you nervous or relieved or excited about this next chapter in your journey? So many emotions. Um... I love
1: to work, and I love what I do, so um, I mean, as excited as I am to have a baby, accepting the fact that things are going to have to slow down for me career-wise for just a slight moment um, has been a really hard thing for me to accept, (laughs) Um, but I don't think I'm going to care in the moment. And I just keep telling myself that like these, the first couple months of my daughter's life are going to be the most special moments of my life. And in that moment, I I already feel like this, that I don't want to have to think about anything but her. Um, but I do know myself well enough to know that give me three months and I'm going to be Itching to get back out in the industry. Um, but like I said, I'm really good with tech, like using technology to stay in communication with my clients. So um, I still plan on being on top of everything. Um, my sister's a licensed realtor, and we have plans for her to help me if I need feet on the ground. But I've got a massive support group. Century 21 has a massive support group for all of their agents. and. I just really don't think I could be in a better place to start my family. (laughs) When I started real estate, I think I was, how old was I? I was 22. I was 22. And um, I looked younger than 22. (laughs) And 22 is young. Um, But that's what I was most scared of, is being 22, stepping into this industry where you've got these people that are so seasoned they've been in the business for 20 years plus and they know what they're doing and someone look at me, she's just a kid, how could I possibly trust her with a transaction that is probably the biggest transaction of my life? Um, so I interviewed several brokerages and I thought I was set on one here and there and but when I sat down with Vicki, and I heard her story from when she started real estate and being young, um, I felt like she knew exactly what my fears were, and I knew that I found my place. Um, and she hasn't let me down. Every time I need her, she's been there. Um, every single transition of my career and my life, she's been there. Um, so... Yeah, having that support group when you're really young in an industry where people look for more wisdom, <laughs> that was huge for me.
0: <laughs> Any advice for our
1: listeners out there? Don't let people get to you too much. Um, confidence is a really big thing. I had, I mean, I've always been mostly an introvert and I had to teach myself myself to be an extrovert, mostly the, I mean, the way I mostly did that was, you know, just learning whatever I could about real estate. That way I could confidently look at a client, look at them in the eye and tell them what I need to tell them and know that they're going to trust what I say. I think confidence is anything like you. I'm not going to lie to my clients, but as an example, like I feel like if I can sit there and stand there, make eye contact and tell someone the sky is purple, they're going to believe me because there was absolutely nothing there to give them any sort of doubt. Um, So have confidence in yourself. Um, Don't make promises you can't keep. It's okay to say that you need to look into something before you give them a definite answer. Um, But, yeah, mostly just believe
0: in yourself and have confidence. That concludes the end of our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Sydney Roach. Once again, you've been listening to Real Relentless, a podcast by Century 21 Tri-Cities, a real estate brokerage in Eastern Washington. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.